Welcome to the Planet Football Podcast. Our guest today is one of the best players in world soccer. Thomas Müller has won the World Cup with Germany and the UEFA Champions League with Bayern Munich. He was the Golden Boot winner at World Cup 2010, and at age 27, his 10 career men's World Cup goals are tied for number eight all time. Thomas, thank you for joining the Planet Football Podcast. Hi, Grant. Nice, nice to hear you. Uh, I want to start off by telling you, when I told people I was interviewing Thomas Mueller, they said, I love Thomas Mueller. He scores so many goals for the best teams in the world, but he moves like an ordinary person out on the field. He looks just like me. How do you feel when people say that you move and look like an ordinary person on the field and, and not a world-class football player? Yeah, I, I can understand what they think. Uh... But uh, yeah, in, in soccer, uh, are much more details uh, to know, to win games, uh, to be important for your teammates. Uh, so they, they cannot understand why this guy moving as as a normal amateur maybe <laughs> uh, when you want killing uh, can can uh, survive at this uh, top level <laughs> and. Um, my uh, my biggest strength is uh, a good position game, um, good movements without ball, um, do things what what uh, my team needs uh, from me, mm-hmm. uh, and not the pure technical uh, skills like um, shooting. Uh, yeah, my my shot is very good, uh, my passing is good, but. Uh, I think at this level, I am playing. There are players maybe uh, do it a little better. This this detail uh, skills. Yeah, I, more than any other top player in the world, in my opinion, you seem to find different ways to score with your head, with your legs, with other body parts. Uh, you also find space in the box to do good things. How did your playing style develop through the years? I don't know how, but uh, of course, uh, each uh, um, each trainer told me something uh, different in detail. And then of each trainer I had, uh, Luis Angal, Jupp Heynckes, uh, and Pep Guardiola, uh, also Yogi Löw, um, I tried to to find the best things they told me and then combine it uh, with each other. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, there are some some logical things uh, to do in a game. It's not uh, magician to, to find spaces uh, between the lines. Uh, it's more often um, logical movements than the special ones. Uh, the people don't understand sometimes uh, or have problems to understand that the movements or, or the, the dangerous space for uh, for uh, defense, opponent defense is is more much more logical than than they they think. So mm-hmm. I feel not that my position game is very special, but I I try to think about it before the game. How can I attack the line with ball, without ball, uh, yeah, to be in 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 good positions for for shooting and or passing to my. Uh, um, to my teammates. Okay. Um, there is a famous video on YouTube of you in training 
doing uh, a lot of stepovers like Cristiano Ronaldo. And uh, it, 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 it makes me laugh when I see it. What, what's the story behind that? It, it was funny, and then uh, um, this video... The funny thing is, uh, this video um, was made uh, after a, a meeting with, with Pep Guardiola. He, he introdu introduces us um, for the game against Shakhtar Donetsk. And uh, I was I was imitating uh, not Cristiano Ronaldo but uh, Douglas Costa, but oh, really? I didn't know. <laughs> but I didn't know that he uh, is moving to us uh, in the next season. So uh, when I look back to this video and and see my teammate now, it's it's much more funny. But the <laughs> international media media thought uh, it was Cristiano Ronaldo, but I was very impressed uh, in the in this uh, video session from Pep Guardiola uh, from. Um, Douglas Costa and his, his really quick and, and uh, skillful movement. <laughs> it's good to know the answer on the real story now then. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You're from a town, the town you grew up in in Germany is called Pale. Uh, it's about 30 miles south southwest of Munich on a lake. Uh, how would you describe the town where you grew up? Oh, it's it's uh, beautiful there, beautiful landscape, uh, Typical landscape for uh, Bavaria. Um, I think two miles uh, from Pale is, is a little lake. Uh, the mountains are not far away. Um, the biggest city uh, near to Pale is, is Munich, and and so the best club in Germany was uh, Bayern Munich. Also at this time, I grew up. And so uh, I was uh, from the first day fan of Bayern Munich. Uh, um, because of that, it was very special to play for for Bayern. But uh, to to grow up there, um, yeah, it was very for me. It was very good. My my family uh, did a did a great job. Uh, and and um, every time I come back, uh, I see my uh, my friends and sometimes playing cards. Uh, have a little fun. You joined Bayern Munich at age ten. Uh, what was the story about how you how you joined the club? Um, there was a a, a regional um, tournament for for boys. I think between seven and ten uh, in the youth, and, and with my team with TSV uh, Pell, we we were in good shape and uh, reached uh, the final tournament. And uh, on the way to the to the final tournament, um, yeah, Bayern uh, sent a few scouts to to see yeah, which talents are in this region. And then some uh, some guy, um, a guy from Bayern come to my parents and and ask for uh, uh, for a training uh, if I want to come uh, to Munich and want to to join a training session. And then we will see. Maybe, uh, yeah. I, I want to. I want to uh, move to Bayern. And after this training session, for me, uh, it was uh, an easy decision. Um, yeah, because uh, Bayern was was the club of my heart, and uh, um, yeah, it was interesting for me. Uh, of course, an adventure because my school. I, I go to school. Uh, I went to school in um, in Weilheim at. Uh, I think six miles away from from Pale, but 
uh, not in the direction to Munich. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit complicated because I have to uh, move uh, a lot or to to sit a, a long time uh, in the train. My my parents have to uh, drive me with the car a lot of times per week. So my my youth was very simple: school, mm-hmm. train, training, and then back with my with my dad at, uh, to my home. Okay, that's I mean that's interesting. At age ten, uh, when you join a club like Bayern Munich at age ten, does that mean that your feelings toward the club? are maybe different from a player who joins a club when he's 25 years old? Depends on, uh, yeah, I think, yes, of course, it's, 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 uh, it's different. But uh, when a player with 25 comes to, to Bayern and, and respects the club and, and feel what is special in this club in in this his in his first uh, two or three months uh, when he when he I, I don't know the words when he is like a spoon and and mm-hmm. get the feelings inside uh, mm-hmm. the club is uh, is standing for then maybe it's the same but um, of course for a young player uh, it was very special to play for for Bayern um, but. It was not like that. I, I got to Bayern with 10 and uh, thought about to be a professional player for Bayern. When you are 10, you are, want to have fun. And, and uh, it was uh, yeah, it was cool for me to be a, a FC Bayern player. But uh, when you are 10, the way up to, to the professionals or the first league or the Bundesliga is so far, uh, yeah, you don't even uh, think about it. Gotcha. Um, I remember back in World Cup 2010, there was a a cool moment when uh, after the game against England, I think uh, you're on television in Germany and and you asked to say hello to your grandparents and everyone in Germany really loved that that moment. Uh, What was your memory of that? And why did you why did you want to say hi to your grandparents? I I, I didn't know uh, what happened there. (laughs) <laughs> uh, now I I don't know what happened there because uh, when I think about it uh, now uh, I think oh, what the fuck did you say there? But <laughs> this moment I I don't know. Maybe I saw it in television uh, that people are, uh, say hello to to their parents when they are the first time in television, and I thought maybe this is my moment. Uh, but afterwards, uh, afterwards. Um, it was uh, for me. It was very positive because the reactions, as you said, uh, in Germany uh, were very good. And uh, um, now uh, I can tell you the truth. It was uh, from my uh, marketing agency. They they, they told me uh, that I should say that. Ah, just just kidding. Just. Kidding. <laughs> oh shoot. So it was pretty incredible. You you were the Golden Boot winner at the 2010 World Cup. You have 10 World Cup goals now. Uh, when you achieve so much at a young age, do you have to change the goals you have for your career as a whole? 
maybe you have to change uh, a little bit when you are a type of player. Is uh, your goal is uh, your goal? Your goal are titles. Of course, the goal of a career, of course, should be a little bit focused on titles. But uh, the most important thing is for us players to win every game we are in. Mm-hmm. That uh, that is the, the real the real thing, the real challenge uh, we want to have, and uh, because of that, it's no problem to to go on now. It doesn't matter what happened uh, three years ago. Uh, of course, when when uh, journalists or the, the media um, write about you and make interviews, when you are a World Cup winner, it's, it's much uh, easier because uh, mm-hmm. sometimes there are players, great players, and, and they try everything, but they didn't win this uh, this World Cup or the Champions League. And uh, yeah, sometimes it's a little bit unfair. Uh, they don't respect the, the career of these players only because maybe they, they lost the final, they lost a semi-final with, with penalties. So it doesn't matter. It's always tight in this uh, in these games, and you need a little bit luck. So yeah. the the title uh, the titles are good to to have a little bit more uh, quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, for the goals in the future, it, it changed, I think, nothing. Okay. I was reading that your wife, Lisa, is an equestrian and that you and she yes. both, that you both breed horses. Uh, what do you enjoy about breeding horses? I, I enjoy it uh, to join uh, time with them. Horses are really great animals. Um, you have the feeling... They they are feeling how you feel, and huh. uh, it's important. Uh, or you can you can. They are not loud animals. They look good normally. <laughs> they look mm-hmm. good, and and the nature. The na- uh, in in my business, um, lots of cameras, uh, lots of interviews. You have to do interviews with the cell phone. Sometimes to America, and uh, <laughs> it's a, a really crazy business. And when you are in nature and and with these uh, great animals, you you can come a little bit down and uh, forget the world around you. And uh, yeah, my my wife has this virus with with the horses, and yeah, now it kept me as well. Nice. I, I, I've read that you like spending time on the farm and that you actually don't watch much soccer on the television at home. It, yeah. Is that true? Uh, yeah, as, as, a, as a child or a, a younger player, I uh, watch maybe every game. But now I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy when I can uh, step a little back from, yeah, from soccer, everybody, every day, soccer, 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 the whole year. And, and, uh, one year with Bayern Munich and a club like Bayern Munich uh, and the national team, uh, yeah, it, it costs a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, with my uh, private life, um, yeah, I try to fill up uh, the the battery. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I like that. 
just to wrap up, I, I, I am curious to know when you're at the level that you are at, such a high level, in what areas of soccer are you still trying to improve to get better? You can, I, I try to improve in, in each, uh, how, how can I say, uh, in each skill or in, in each chapter of the game. Um, you are never perfect or, or near perfect. You, you can always improve. You can improve your, your tactical skills. You can improve uh, your body fitness. Uh, regeneration. We, we there are so, uh, so much aspects in the game, and and we try our best to to be prepared every single game, every three days. Uh, I think these uh, answers you can uh, get from every great sport uh, sportsman. Doesn't matter if soccer, uh, basketball, uh, ice hockey. You can you have to you have to improve to to stay in the business and. Um, that's the way I, I follow, but um, maybe I think I think uh, I'm now a much better player than six years ago. But uh, that does not mean that I score now uh, 100% more goals. That's mm-hmm. the, the the thing uh, you have to understand. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thomas, so much for calling from Germany, and your English is solid, my friend. Yeah, thanks, thanks. <laughs> in school, in school, English was not, uh, uh, yeah, my favorite uh, thing to do, but uh, uh, it, it feels not that bad. It sounds maybe. No, it's sometimes I'm uh, sometimes I am searching for for some words or uh, the grammatic. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, I'm a type. I'm just talking, talking, maybe it's wrong. Uh, it's important uh, that you no, not... understand something. Yeah, no, you came through great. You got a great sense of humor, and I know our listeners will, will enjoy listening to the podcast. Tomas Mueller, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Grant. Do you know about the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one daily sports podcast network? Locked On has a daily podcast on every NBA and NFL team, plus a growing lineup of college and MLB teams. You get a daily bite-sized podcast giving you the latest on your team from the local experts. Lakers fans, search Locked On Lakers. Cowboys fans, search Locked On Cowboys. Just search Locked On, your favorite team, on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, or tell your smart speaker to play podcast Locked On, your favorite team. Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.